Hey, everybody. What is this, <laughs> what is this even going to be, the intro from... Oh. Uh, this week we watched Men. We uh, did. We apologize in advance. <laughs> for watching it. <laughs> yes, and for everything else men do. Uh, yeah. This is... De- do not let children. This listen is to an this explicit episode. episode. Not because we're explicit, but because Just the content the is very is. Yeah. Uh, intense. So um, this is a good word for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for those that might not know, uh, on this show, Randy and I go watch a movie. Typically, grab a friend. Sometimes not. Uh, then yeah, today we've got a friend Caleb with us. So. Right. We went and watched the movie uh, the night before we recorded this, but. The, the gist of the show is that we watch a movie and then have a talk. Sometimes we talk about the movie. Most times we talk about the movie. Sometimes we don't. Uh, it's usually funny. It's very full of spoilers. If you're not on board with that, I, I apologize for that as well as the movie. Yeah, make thing. sure you go see the movie before you listen to this. <laughs> if I mean, if you're spoiler averse yeah if you if don't not, care then, yeah, then please by all means continue but uh yeah it's uh we stay on track most of the time today i think i don't think we it, get too yeah, far off it's, it's kind of hard there's one particular part of the film that's sort of <laughs> that's not gonna let you get away it from won't it. let go of us <laughs> and uh we can't <laughs> you're not you're not gonna not talk about it and you're not gonna bring it up not a thousand more not times uh, yeah and if you saw the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't, you will soon. So uh, enjoy. I will start off by saying all of all of the men are played by the same man. Except for one. Well, yeah. No, it was him. He just <laughs> <laughs> this is some real good. This is some real good CGI masking. They must have spent all the money on that CGI then, because the other the CGI, CGI for the kid looked real <laughs> weird. Yeah, I mean, I still can't figure out if that was a choice or if it was it just, just looked that bad. It just was bad. It seems like they could have called whoever did Benjamin Button if they were going to put money into. That face. Yeah, what was maybe it? Was was, maybe it was them, and then they were like, "Oh, they I dropped them all." Yeah, I just can't get it back. I'm in a slump. <laughs> is my, is uh, Benjamin Button? Uh, was it practical or CGI? Because I remember that looking. It's a mixture. It, yeah, when especially but, when he was young. Yeah, but David Fincher. But this does a lot of CG. <laughs> did not sneaky look CG. Very good. Yeah, no, Samuel looked rough. Something about an old man face on a younger body. It just it was creepy as soon as you saw him, mm-hmm. even like standing yeah. still. Um, yeah, but it, was, yeah, it wasn't just the, the mask. It was the light. <laughs> the way light was hitting his yeah, CGI was face was yeah. not how the light was, was in the scene, which is sort of like step one when it comes to CGI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like. like there's a reason why all the dinosaurs are, when well, most of the dinosaurs are in the dark in Jurassic Park 1, because it's <laughs> easier to hide <laughs> a lot of the stuff. So. You can see them in the <laughs> Um I will. What was with what was with his mask? What was that? I honestly to say, I feel they like didn't have enough money I feel to, like I to get, do the whole scene. <laughs> I feel like I get a lot of metaphors and a lot of stuff, and I feel like I'm a pretty smart guy, and I don't know what his mask was. <laughs> what his mask was for? I don't know either. Do we have a person that we think it was? My instinct was Marilyn Monroe, but I wasn't sure. 
Mm. I mean, it sort of harkens back to that, whether it was maybe meant to be yeah. that person Even or not. Even if it wasn't specifically Marilyn Monroe. Or like That's bl- what it made me the think comic of. strip Blondie. Yeah. Reminded me of that a little bit. Mm. But either one of those, I don't. I don't would deliver the it. same point in whatever metaphor it was it, for. <laughs> I suppose, <laughs> sure, but I, I super, super don't understand what that was for, other than he's a kid. He, I well, I and I will say, in order to make a postmodern film, where the audience can draw out meaning of what they want to draw meaning out of, is difficult and can lead to situations like that. And I think he did a really good job of setting a lot of stuff, putting a lot of stuff in that maybe necessarily he didn't have a reason. Maybe he had multiple reasons. Or maybe he was just like, that'll add something. And it's like, what specifically? He's like, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he did that with the mask. And, and like, just you, me, and you are just like, I have no concept. Like, I have no filter for that. I don't Honestly, I don't it get could it. just be that he's like, oh, this mask is real creepy. We should put it on the kid. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. I would kind of hate that, but maybe. maybe. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It. We also have to look at the scene with it on the bird. Mm-hmm. I don't know, to grasp at even more straws for what it could be for. Because, yeah, the whole time the mask felt like it was for something. But it was like, what is this actually like? Yeah. Trying to tell me. Um, but maybe that was the point. Well, you have only seen uh, the movie once. It, maybe sure. maybe it's, it's a, maybe true. it's a watch it ten um, times and then maybe, go, oh. Maybe I don't know if it I is watch that the, movie ten uh, times. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is the, uh, maybe it's an implication of some deep desire to be a woman. There was a lot of that that I got yeah. from this movie. And so maybe that was, they're playing at seeing through a woman's eyes. They're playing at, you know. Seeing through a woman's eyes. Being a woman. Okay. Um, obviously, there are some pretty intense or Or at least scenes while, toward the or end. Or that while masking your true masculine like self. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Masculinity is being hidden behind that. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm reaching uh, here. I'm, I'm not, but I'm not even, sure. But even that, yeah, that feels like an almost. But so. then putting it on the bird is maybe, I don't know, crows tend to be like bad omens. Maybe it's like just a, a way of saying that this is kind of twisted. I don't know if there's really a, I was thinking a almost, message there, but like... I was leaning more towards... Uh, I don't even know if it's a common metaphor, but I thought of uh, SZA's album. She has a song called Pretty Little Birds. Yeah, it's bird, all about birds being women and kind stuff of like a that. British thing, yeah. I almost wondered if it was kind of like supposed to represent some sort of death or giving up on him trying to see the other side of the issue and just committing to his predatory nature and just seeing it as like uh, this pretty little bird is dead maybe yeah. flew through a window i don't know it is very uh, yeah or even like looking at a dead thing and like yeah. treating it like you would treat a woman that's mm-hmm. wearing the mask well yeah it is interesting though because i mean i think uh what's his name jeffrey <laughs> what he's a sort of like that guy i know <laughs> the uh, oh, jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> he is sort of like this image of chivalry in some ways mm-hmm. you know sort of an oaf but like Maybe heart of gold type thing, at least yeah. early on, and um, <laughs> yeah, he's doing end, all the things little... like, no, no, ma'am, I am the man. Let me do my my male duties of mm-hmm. of paying for your drink. Like you do yeah. not pay here, money's no good. You know all that yeah, stuff. That's like legal. That's, my mother told me that I always open the door for a lady. Like that's kind of yeah. like his his. 
part of that yeah, story. Yeah, but even then it was like, well, she's paying you enough to... Right, like, I know. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, sure, but, <laughs> you're paying for it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. whatever. But even like, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to check. You stay here. I will make sure the place is safe. Yeah. I lo- I'm go- I look loved, away. I loved his this- checking was like, I'm yeah. going to be very upset <laughs> if anyone out here... <laughs> Should you be within the sound of my voice? Know how upset I am. <laughs> so goofy. That, I don't know if I've shared this story in the podcast or not, but there was a time when I went to B-dubs when I was in college, and I was there with like 20 guys, just from a group of guys. from. We were all in the same dorm, and there was another table next to us. It was just as many people, and somebody showed up that they did not like, and all the men at that table got up and started beating the crap out of this guy in the middle Jeez. of B-dubs. <laughs> Chairs were thrown, TVs <laughs> were broken, God. all this stuff. And I stood up, not knowing what to do, and just said, hey, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> and I got made fun of endlessly afterwards. <laughs> all the rest of the guys were like, hey, cut it out, guys. You knock it off. Because I mean, they, like the like, they were like, the guy like came in. I don't know what it, why he showed up, but he got there, and he was like on the ground, and there were at least four dudes just kicking him. In the middle of B-dubs. And you have all these, like, very small, for whatever reason, all the women that were waitresses there that night were very tiny people. And they were, like, super brave just coming up to her, just like, get out of here! Like, hitting the guys, like, telling them to leave. Like, they didn't care. Like, they were all just, like, get And eventually the guy, like, was able to slip away and ran off. But we were all, like... I'm going to be very upset if uh, you continue this. (laughs) Should you persist in your folly, and to be sure it is a folly, I shall be Um, reduced to simply (laughs) stating, I pity you. But So he kills, he sees the bird, and he's like, oh, poor creature, and Mm -hmm. uh, look away, miss, and... Like you know, yeah. the the, de- the dirty deeds have to be done by the men. The women are so frail, and yeah. like he he's like definitely representing, or all of these characters are representing yeah. a male view of women. Which, I mean, the movie itself is called Men, but really it's about women, <laughs> specifically <laughs> oh, how men see, see women. Yeah. yeah, and you have some very interesting takes on it. Yeah, and I was thinking about it. She never calls any of them out for looking the same, right? No, she no. doesn't ever know. I don't think it's, like, she doesn't notice it. I don't okay, know. so that's an audience thing. Yeah, it's an audience. So we're seeing that all these men are the same when she doesn't. Uh, I don't know if it's going as far as to be, like, all men are the same. I think it's all more, there like, yeah, there are differences in these views, but there are no differences in these views, is I think what maybe they're going after. Like, Jeffrey seems the most harmless. And even she is like, oh, he's just, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, mm-hmm. and she's sympathetic to him. Uh, but I think the film is maybe stating, no, no, like, his view of women is just as harmful as the the priest's view. Which yeah, is, yeah. gosh. <laughs> yeah, so in that, so in that, yeah. So in that way, they're all the same. They're all the same in that way. I don't but think. That's, that's indicated not to in us, the, not to her. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't think it's that. You know, men are all the same. They just <laughs> well, not like he's probably thinking about. Like, <laughs> I mean, not like clones of each other, but like I mean, yeah, no, sort of. They are all thinking about like well, at least one of them was like that was the priest. Yeah, thing. I think I think you people would watch the film, and I think even as an audience, we want to sympathize a little bit with Jeffrey naturally uh, until yeah. well until yeah until the middle of the but road like, yeah. But, but um, that's the thing. I think the movie is saying, like, well, hey, like, I think they're all the same. 
he he was already senses. like that. His views are all dangerous in some it. way or yeah. another. Yeah. Maybe it's the most harmless, but it's still harmful. Yeah. How do you feel about its? Yeah. It's a, it's a very aggressive movie to yeah, me, for sure. Uh, how yeah. do you feel about that? I mean, even like aggressive metaphors. That's what like, I mean. Like, yeah. look it's, at this. They're not subtle. There's no, no subtlety in this movie <laughs> at all. Not even an ounce. <laughs> I was thinking. I mean, we're going to talk about the birthing thing, but before that. <laughs> let's, let's save the birthing I'm trying to bring up end. other yeah. stuff first because I feel like once we get to the birthing thing, like that's the end. We're only going to talk about that for the rest of the time. Uh, and even now, now that I've said it, I, I just can't, like, I can't move away from talking about it hardly. Um, let's go to the... <laughs> and for some reason, that thing over in the, in the corner of the room is just reminding me of... Uh, Hot dogs. <laughs> you see it now? <laughs> yeah. Well, describe what you see because uh, I don't. Our viewers don't know what you're talking. Our viewers, our listeners, don't know what you're talking about. It's like a it's like a long pole, and if you imagine the poles like leaning like a man, uh, he's got a big floppy thing hanging off the front. It's like a little strap that's just hanging off limply. off of a pole. Yeah, and it just looks like <laughs> I can't even see it. <laughs> we, in the intro, we gotta remember that this can't be for children. Oh, this is a yeah. This is yeah. A, we do need a disclaimer at the beginning do. of this one. Yeah, we'll. We're we're gonna gonna have to we do that even, in the intro. But we couldn't even talk about this. Is an explicit <laughs> podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. episode, <laughs> and, and it's not even like it's just it, yeah. Well, the movie is like allegorically explicit. It's not yeah. like uh, we couldn't remotely talk about the vicar without a disclaimer. <laughs> like, well, I would think any even like the symbolism of the two gods in the chapel, yeah. the the birthing itself, any of it, or even the tunnel scene. Her singing in the forest by herself, and then a man comes upon her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking that's like some sort of Eve allegory. Uh, well, I mean, the Eve allegory is her literally taking the fruit off the tree. Well, I mean, and then like, freaking Adam shows up. I mean, like you know, Drew like, and Adam is just like, what have uh, you done? T- tunnel, <laughs> tunnel, v- vagina. She's okay. making noise by herself. I see. And then a man stumbles uh, upon her. Okay. I didn't actually make that connection, but now I see what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and then she's immediately like, I got to get out of here. So uh, I feel like my my trouble with this movie is that I'm not sure how deep it actually is. <laughs> it's I, tough. I Alex feel- <laughs> Garland can be like that a lot of times. I feel like with Devs and Annihilation, it's a bit like that. Uh-huh. Well, with Annihilation to me, I feel like that's one that I can go back and I can still sort of like mine stuff from it. Like I can still get something new from it. And maybe this is one of those movies, but first pass, it was, uh, it, it seemed very one note. Yeah. And that's what I mean kind of by aggressive. It's just like, it keeps reminding us what this is about. And yeah. I don't really know where, what am I supposed to do now with it? Yeah. Like, like what am I, it doesn't really give me, it's like. This is the problem. Do you see it? Yeah, there's definitely. Like, I see you. it. There's definitely no solution. You don't need to show it to me. Okay, all right. We're gonna show. We're gonna see it again. Okay, cool. I just like. Okay, great. What do we do? What? Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. What does right. she do at the end besides like finally accept? Oh yeah, he was always manipulative. I guess, huh? No, I think she knew that. I think she just yeah. That, but she was, that whole she thing was about like oh, I just it. need. I just need your love and that look at the end that she gives like, well, I can't remember if she says well or if she says yeah or, but it was this kind of like, <sighs> yeah, 
but, but you're she, hopeless. Like but, I can't do anything with you. Yeah. But up until then so. it was like, she was struggling with the idea of, I don't know, maybe not. And then like, he says that with the finality of, and then she's, Oh, that was it. That was the depth of it. We're done. You're done. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, aside from her accepting that, what's the solution? Like, she she came to the realization that, what, all men are not going to love her. They just want to be loved and, like, take from her. Because I, because I feel like the birthing scene and, e- and even the friend being pregnant at the end, like, that's some sort of hopeful thing. But it's it's like in a roundabout way, both men and women need to be involved. Both a man and a woman need to be involved for the cycle to go on, to get better. But if it's just one, then the patriarchy gives birth to this ugly thing, which gives birth to this ugly thing. And it's just a cycle. And then, I mean, we have these modern men now who are nothing but like, give me your love, just give it. I mean, it seems like the birthing solution would be that she would come to the conclusion you need both. But the story doesn't present it like she came to any conclusion. Does that make sense what I'm saying? I don't know. It it seems like her conclusion was acceptance <laughs> of ugliness, but the audience's conclusion is... I didn't see you it that both. way. I didn't see her accepting anything at the end, to be honest. She, she finally seemed like she was at peace in the last mm, scene, no? Not because of anything that she accepted. I think she, I think she had she was maybe had finally gotten to the point where she could let go and feel okay about letting go. And confident Whereas that she before could she her was own still life and stuff. She was still struggling with the a lot of the stuff that Well, the the, the, the vicar brought yeah. up and everything and all the stuff that led up to his death and whether I mean obviously we know that it's not it's completely his choice and not her fault at all and he's being extremely manipulative. Um but in that situation, I can't imagine anybody not having that whispering voice in your mind saying, oh, yeah, it is your fault. Like, you are at fault. Like, you, you should have just done this. I mean, the whole time, all the characters are suggesting that. They're all saying that. But I think she's realized, at the end, I think it's her accepting, like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. It's not my fault type of thing. I do want to say, one, I think we need to address the, the, the situation that we are in, and that is that we are three men talking about this movie i feel really strange about about a movie also written by a man yeah and it feel and it's like i don't and we're also trying to figure it out which is a very like male (laughs) thing to do it's just sort of like we got to figure this problem out and and call it a day women just come out of this movie and they're like yeah that's exactly it and my thing was like what's this how do we solve this problem give us a solution you know and uh so i i definitely want to address that we are aware of that I'll be honest, I can't think of anybody <laughs> in our group of friends that would, like any women that would actually want to see this movie. Yeah. That doesn't mean they don't exist. Oh, you're deciding for them now. Oh, you're right. But I also <laughs> know my friends well, and I know. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a, it's a tricky one. I, I want to have that conversation. I'm looking forward to having that conversation in the future with friends who don't live here. But <laughs> but for now. <laughs> we but for now. <laughs> Just know that we know, we we know, and we're probably going to sound like idiots at some point. Um, Or the whole time. Or the whole time. As all men do. Maybe we are right now. Maybe, who knows. As all men do, and as all men do. How do you think Alex is doing? (laughs) (laughs) He deals a lot with uh, uh, his relationship with male and female, like men and women in his films are very 
I mean, it's the only thing that he's almost ever talked about, except for devs. Yeah, but um, even in that, it's still even uh, yeah, it's still very still present, very present in devs. But I mean, Ex Machina is almost exclusively that. Mm-hmm. Annihilation, I think, has a lot of it, just in terms of how the uh, the different teams approached how the different teams approached it. Also, just the it to me that story is heavily. I mean, it's about trauma. It's about yeah, you know how we essentially just destroy our own lives but uh it's centered around her divorce and not divorce sorry her um infidelity Mm -hmm. and the relationship that she shares with her husband and how they are not the same people that they married you know and by the end of it they are literally two different people (laughs) um (laughs) but but choosing choosing to make it work (laughs) and so it's sort of this weird like kind of happy ending in a way if if the marriage being successful is the happy ending, I guess maybe that's yeah. the. But that's kind of how I saw it. But in this, it feels very. Um, the movie that it reminds me of is is uh, the Matrix Revolutions, <laughs> and uh, disagree don't, no, and no. don't look up. <laughs> you disagree that it reminds me. No, of it. yeah, it. just <laughs> like immediately like you bring up that movie. No, disagree. <laughs> no, the reason why it reminds me of it is because those are two. So don't look up and Matrix Revolutions. Uh, Revo, sorry, Resurrections. Are both two movies that are very have a very strong point to make, and they do so without sort of any care for the rules. And while I think The Matrix is maybe a more successful version of that, and Don't Look Up is while it has its moments, it's very funny at times, uh, is very much just like shouting at the opposition at how like. Can't you see how dumb you are? Can't you see how wrong yeah. you are? Um, aren't we right, everybody? Right? Pat <laughs> ourselves on the back, high, high five, you know, the choirs cheering for themselves. That's basically what Don't Look Up does. This movie feels like it falls in the same crowd as those two because it's just like a. there is definitely, it doesn't feel like there's any conversation happening. It is just one side very loudly yeah. showing. Now, the argument you can make is, well, okay, yeah, but every other movie has been the male side of the argument, you know, and yeah. this movie is finally a, <laughs> finally a, uh, entirely female version, even though it's made by a man. It's really weird. I don't have any, I don't have any issues with a story about women being told by men, but this one just feels, it's a little, yeah, it's a little strange, yeah. especially if we go back to, uh, Samuel's mask. I almost think Alex is talking about himself a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's why I, I would lean towards he's not doing the best. Um, I feel like he's very upset with himself just about, you know, things that he's done or things that he's thought and said or whatever else. And this was almost a way of him not even, maybe not even the healthiest way for him to process it, <laughs> mm. but of just like a way for him to talk about all the things, all of his own shortcomings. Because I feel like Samuel's mask, if we go down the rabbit hole of it, representing like seeing the world through a woman's eyes, it's kind of what he's doing with the movie. Mm-hmm. but I mean Samuel in the movie is clearly not seeing anything <laughs> mm-hmm. through another person's eyes it's a very selfish uh, character and just about like my way or the highway kind of mindset if you don't play with me then I'm gonna come kill you type thing yeah I mean I want to I'm I was mostly joking when I said how is Alex doing I, I don't want to speculate as to his, <laughs> his mental health right now Too because any storyteller is going to like feed part of their own yeah. their self into their work but not necessarily one-to-one like directly so they're 
there's obviously a part of him there because his stories they echo some of the same ideas but oh yeah but even if you're not necessarily the bad guy there's a there's a little part of that in everyone i would i would think you could point to each character and be like i'm not like that guy but if you're not you got a percentage of him inside you somewhere buried and that might have even been something you dealt with when you were five and you don't deal with it anymore but it's still there it's it's somewhere i feel like a good writer can recognize that and pull that out mm-hmm. and play-doh with it and and blow it up into something that it's not necessarily presenting itself in your life as but you still recognize it's there like the whole thing about a werewolf like that's just men being men mm-hmm. blah 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 like i mean i like to think that in modern society 99.9% of men aren't going around going, I'm the alpha, submit to me, you're stupid, I rule everything. But but the whole mythos behind the werewolf thing is like at, at night, like that's what comes out. We can't control it. It's a, it's uncontrollable beast within us and it just comes bursting out. Yeah, whether whether I that think, be anger or I think or, this know, movie anything. almost seems to be saying, at least the not the movie itself, but the male characters in the film, are then saying it's your fault. They're saying to the women, I mean, directly, like you made, you did this to me. You hurt me. These these thoughts that I have in my mind, like it's your fault that they're there. Oh yeah. Um, there's so many different arguments that I've actually heard, and maybe even given at times. I don't know. Like you, you I, like, saw me getting angry, and you didn't stop it. You, you didn't, didn't stop yeah. it. Like yeah. You didn't like, calm me down. You didn't love me. You didn't love me enough. It's always. It's always the woman's fault that's always... I mean, it, or it's always someone else's fault. And when a relationship is a man and a woman, it's the woman's fault. Yeah, it's... Uh, but like I said, I, I don't know what to do with it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I guess maybe knowing about it is maybe is enough. It's just yeah, to no. think about it. There's One not, reason I kind of... I don't know. It, it's not hopeful. Mm-hmm. Not, not at all. At all. Uh, it's very, <laughs> like, the entire time. It's just, yeah, it's so resigned to the situation. And I can't tell if that's Alex being resigned to the situation or if it's him shouting that the world is resigned to the situation we don't need to be. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there, I don't know. There are times where it feels like Alex, like especially on the couch at the end, whenever James says, I just wanted to be loved or whatever he says. I wanted you to wanted love you me. you to love me, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was very like, I wanted... I wanted that from you. I, I not I was gonna reciprocate or give yeah. anything. It was yeah. Him sitting on the couch and them talking is very it just doesn't it feels like Alex is trying to I don't know, not excuse or even understand it necessarily, but just I don't think he's presenting that part in as condemning of a light as a lot of the things. Because mm-hmm. he he's presenting the character as so pathetic and vulnerable in that moment. Yeah, that she's holding an axe. She's already like she's comfortable killing whatever attacks her at this point. But he chooses to only at that point, only when this fifth you know reincarnation is looking at Were her you and counting? sees is it really her. The fifth? <laughs> I don't know, fifth or sixth, I think. Oh, that'd have been good if it was the sixth. That would sort of do a a biblical number. Thing. It was yeah. It, it was. I hope it was six. Because it was Adam, then Samuel, Jeffrey, then I think it was the guy that chased her. Is one of the guys at the two tables, and then it was James. I think if I counted it correctly, because mm. mm. 
So maybe the sixth man is the is the perfect one that we can see. <laughs> well, not really perfect, but just like <laughs> the only one that whatever one comes next in her life is uh, James is when is the only one that like recognized like oh yeah you don't actually I can't scare you into it's being true. anything at this point. There's no so more I threat, might as well yeah. be this slimy weak just uh, yeah. and really tell you the truth at this point because but at that point she I had can't. also like killed and like yeah. dissected and and bloodied every single one of them <laughs> almost so it was more like uh she wasn't i don't know that she would have been scared even if it wasn't james that was last or yeah. or that time but it was uh, to me it felt more like uh okay let's hear it let's hear this good reason <laughs> why you just keep yeah. coming and then it's like this pathetic, stupid reason. And she's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, man. <laughs> and maybe that's the point. Maybe the point is like, this is, we've heard these reasons over and over and again for pathetic. how, why men yeah. are the way they are. And they are, they're not good enough. <laughs> and maybe that's just all the movie is, is that it all the movie is. But maybe that's the point is, uh, it's just meant to get you thinking about that. Yeah. And w- well, and taking her point of view once we've mm-hmm. moved through all these we can just see how pathetic they really yeah, are, they are yeah. and we're totally over it yeah well I, I, yeah yeah i was asking what the solution was earlier i guess that could be it yeah and i don't even know if that's the solution it's just uh oh i want my movies to happen. Uh, yeah <laughs> i will say i did i did enjoy how this felt a little closer to a typical like slasher film but it, it didn't it almost never and i i can't actually remember it felt like it almost never fell into the traps that a slasher movie falls into it never fell into the cliches um there were so many shots where they were set up to reveal something right behind her Mm -hmm. and they never did (laughs) um and they didn't like give in to that Um, i I loved the him being outside and she's touring the house and she keeps not seeing him yeah that was really good and yeah. at the end, but that was right. never played for like jump scares. Like that would have yeah, been a perfect. Just, no, like, it was just like um, creepy, you know, then, like he's standing on the window, crap. like oh. like dude, and go he, home. Even when uh, even she actually sees him, mm-hmm. it's not a jump scare. Like it's not yeah, even. She sees him like a, at the tree. Yeah. yeah, and she's just like whoa. Yeah, like and it's almost. I noticed that part of the way through the movie, she was almost taking all the jump scares for us. Mm-hmm. Like at the very beginning of the movie, she's staring at nothing, mm-hmm. and then James falls past the window, and she like comes to mm-hmm. almost, and she does that a bunch of times, really early in the movie, especially. Yeah, where she's almost taking the the brunt of jump scares for us, so we don't have to look like silly people in the theater. There was one time where I jumped. I don't remember when it was. It was though. a noise. It was early. It was a noise. It yeah. was the oh, was it the it was uh, the Green Knight uh, fox yells? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, when that when she's by the tunnel, yeah, all that, yeah, the, like the second or third yell, just, just for some reason got you really left <laughs> <laughs> out of my seat. Like, oh, did not enjoy that. Was like, I gotta go somewhere. <laughs> Alex really likes his. Uh, I feel like the the music in all of his stuff is very similar, and he really likes getting that one melody and just absolutely hammering you with mm. it. Yeah, the whole, the whole movie, the even like the thanks and, and everything, had four songs. Not a lot. And now, now that you're like, you got me thinking about how the the song that she's singing or the echoes that she's making in there are are kind of a symbol for something. Yeah, 
that they're they're meant to be sort of like the female orgasm or like just pl- female so, pleasure. Pleasure, yeah. It's played throughout the movie. Yep. Um, at various points, and now I'm curious to like go back and see when and it's see played. when it's played. I think it's played right after she kills the vicar. Like I think I it played, and I was like, oh. And now that like, and now that and was, now that that's in your head when you rewatch the movie, yeah. you think about that. Uh, wh- how often does a typical male think about sex? Like every thirty-two seconds or something. What if it's in there every thirty-two seconds? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Gotcha, gotcha again." <laughs> you just can't stop, can you, man? You do, you do, It's your fault. What do you think about the um? The second tunnel that's bricked up and has a door. She doesn't go to it. She's like very resolute in her decision not to go to it. She decides, no, I'm going to make my own way. I'm going to run up the side of the the hill here. Um, But then later we see a flashback where she does go to it and it's like banging Mm -hmm. on the door. Yeah, Flashback. I, I use loosely there because we don't really know what it was, but. I like that idea of her sort of taking the initiative and doing something that felt like, oh, there's only two directions. You can either go back and climb up that steep hill, which they set up to yeah. make you think that there's going to be something mm-hmm. intense happening on this hill. That's, they do that a lot in this movie. There's a lot of setup with no no direct payoff for that stuff. There's a lot of like even just how they introduce the house. They do the normal, the typical like mm-hmm. – uh, I mean, it's an important part of a horror film is learning the space yeah. so that you can move through that space and the audience knows, oh, they're going this way and, and we know what to expect, which yeah. creates horror and creates fear in us because we know where they're going. The characters may not realize. There's a moment when he's giving the tour and he does it. He's like, he t- says something about the coat room and it's like mm-hmm. two rooms over and we don't yeah. really go in there, but he's, it, it makes it, it gives it this ominous feeling. Of like, oh, what's in the coat room? But then we never go back there. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. Like I said, the the s- steep staircase that's clearly she's gonna fall down this later. Yeah, but then she doesn't ever go back up. She decides to take literally an even rougher path and makes it up just fine. So like all of that is obviously very intentional choices that they're making, playing with the genre. But I just I don't know what do you, what do you think about the that I, walled I off think, tunnel? I think he knows what builds what builds suspense. So he just puts that in there, even if the, even if he knows there's not a payoff coming later. Mm-hmm. It, as an audience, it's just like, ooh, ooh, oh, oh, those stairs are real steep. Oh no, oh no, what's gonna happen? Oh god, the door is locked. Oh no, oh man. But as for like, I, I mean, I can't figure that out either. I guess uh, that that and the mask. It's the second tunnel. Yeah, I mean, I figure I can I must, force something to fit, but th- I don't know. There's I don't no necessarily escape. need a like. What does it mean? It means this thing. I just wonder what you think about it. Yeah, I, I was thinking. Yeah, of that's what I'm saying. I just like, don't know. The first tunnel was hers when she got there, and then Adam almost took ownership of it, and it makes her when she gets to another tunnel, it feels like there's something in the way. Oh, there and are. Maybe that's there are her no more own. Tunnels barrier of like if i go here again someone else is going to take ownership of this tunnel too or, so or I even need like to just he's already taken route. over all exactly. of the fun tunnels yeah because i have no there more are, tunnels yeah exactly yeah adam taking ownership of the first tunnel that she was enjoying turned it into a like oh i don't want to go back here because i really didn't like meeting adam a few minutes so mm-hmm. it's was kind it of adam blocked. Though? the first time in the I tunnel think I, I think in the tunnel he's I wearing clothes played to be 
But he's wearing definitely wearing clothes in the uh, tunnel because there's right, like a jacket yeah. that's like moving. Yeah, we don't true. see Adam until she finds that abandoned building. Yeah, and he's just right. standing. There's a lot of interest. Like, yeah, <sighs> it is interesting that he's wearing clothes in the tunnel because I remember the coat now. Because at first I was like, I wonder if it's about to like maybe, look like her got, silhouette. Maybe it or got muddy, and, and that's then, why he took it off. You know, <laughs> you know those abandoned. Or, uh, Abandoned houses with pallets in them for some reason. Or, um, I mean, it is played up to be like a Green Knight thing. So, spring, death, renewal, all that. So, like, that could have been him in the dark tunnel. He goes through the tunnel. You could say he dies as that person that he was. Uh, maybe. I don't know. That feels like re- a stretch. He, I mean, whatever, dude. <laughs> I'm just, he's no, rebirthed on the other side. They're as all a, the same as is a the, the point. force of nature. Yeah. <laughs> well, we talked about this earlier, though, is that the... You know, the, all the characters are the same person because they're all obviously played by the same person to yeah. emphasize that. But I did not even recognize um, at first because you had said that there was one person that wasn't played by him. And I didn't even recognize the vicar. I thought it was the vicar at first. He just didn't even look like the same guy to me. Oh, mm. oh okay. No, I think it was because of his teeth. There's I think his teeth were so different. His teeth, I didn't every, well, all their teeth, all are, their different, teeth are different. But, but his were. The vicar's teeth were like. Yeah. They were small and very flat. Uh-huh. Whereas all the other ones were chiclets. <laughs> <laughs> very different. So it was like drawn it they looked like they were drawn in a comic book. They're like yeah, outlined chiclets. in black. How do you get teeth like that? <laughs> <laughs> I did think it was interesting that they had a uh so you have the female friend who's on the phone the whole time. Yeah. And then you have only one other female character aside from Harper, who is the police officer. And then we never see her again. Like, what do you think her purpose in this story is? Aside from aside from offering us comfort. Yeah. I feel like she does a good job at making Harper feel safe just by being there. And that scene, if it had been the male cop there, Wouldn't it have would felt, have been right? very different. Yeah. yeah. I, f- I honestly feel like that's the reason. That's the reason. Like maybe they had the male cop there and, the, and then they were fil- maybe even filming it or, or before. And they were just like, this isn't going to... Play. It just it well because we immediately don't trust him because he looks just like yeah. Jeffrey. Or, yeah, <laughs> or even just to like juxtapose their two stances on the stalker whenever she's That's at true, the bar. Yeah. yeah, just to give you know you two are in the same position, saw everything, saw the same evidence, mm-hmm. and you have such different takes on it. Yeah, because the cop in the bar is like, eh, it's gonna be fine, and then the female cop is like really understanding and trying to help her. Yeah, yeah. Just for the flow of the movie, e- yeah. even if there's not a metaphor that goes along with it. Yeah. I almost think it was, yeah, it was just for the, more for filmmaking than the reassurance and But, the, but there, there's, there's people out there smarter than us yelling at us. Like, <laughs> Probably, yeah. You don't get the metaphor. You Everything's a metaphor. Idiots. Um, it's a perfect metaphor I for, <laughs> I didn't hear you, but See, I felt, I felt it. It feels like a movie that I don't want to read too much into because it feels like, like I said, doesn't feel like there's a lot of subtlety here. But then you mentioned the thing about the tunnel, and I'm like, well, that's pretty. Su- I think that subtle. is pretty subtle. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's like it's subtle, but it's not. Yeah, and it's maybe it was. It's just not something. I just didn't like. You mentioned the whole like, oh, it's like the the man wandering, you know, stumbling upon the woman in the forest. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard this. What is this? common thing that you're uh, referring to no, like, ju- <laughs> no just just the fact that you're like i don't know that everyone's born this independent free-spirited creature not necessarily men versus women at all but just you're you're an independent lonely island until one day you're not and that's scary mm, okay 
Um, there's a lot of a lot of interesting stuff with the phone. She has her phone with her the whole time. Yeah, Phones, so I she, feel like. So man, she's hallucinating, have, right? <laughs> who knows? I, I, I don't. I don't think you can. I don't think you should try to ha- explain why certain things are happening. That phone that was prayer. I think and it's the prayer would work sometimes. And she could talk sometimes. to her friend in heaven. Uh, yeah, sometimes God wasn't hearing is. her prayer. You know, that's it. That's when yep. it cut out. And then she'd get she'd get yeah. the devil and yelling was, with, yeah. his, uh, with his with, weird with screams. extremely human teeth. <laughs> yeah, those teeth really bothered me. They look like the original Sonic. Like every time they cut out in that, uh, it was just like what? That's what is it was. Yeah, on? it was prayers. Her prayers. <laughs> No, I just like horror films in general, like they, because of the existence of cell phones, they almost has to be a scene. You have to cut out the cell phone. Where they make it irrelevant to the story. And in this one, it's like, they do all the things like, oh, service up here is crap. There are no horror movies with good cell service in the middle (laughs) of the city anymore. (laughs) You can't do it. Um, Or they lose their phone. Or or, yeah, they at least have to lose their phone. She has her phone the whole time. And it works most of the time so much that, like, she doesn't even consider using the less demanding, like, phone call option or text option. Yeah. <laughs> She's always like, it's got to be video chat. <laughs> um, and uh, well, it only cuts out when she tries to say where she It only is. cuts out when she tries. So then it feels very, like, supernatural and ominous yeah. because it's like, oh, it's specifically cutting out when information she needs to get out gets out. And they even play that whole thing up like, oh, she's going to. Like that whole thing of the friend who's on the way is a is a horror film yeah. trope, you know. I mean, there's a lot of films that most movies use that as like. I mean, even in Get Out, it he gets there just in time, mm-hmm. you know, like to save him, and it's like, oh, it's it's a threat. Oh no, no, it's his friend. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, good, you know. But then there's uh the movie The Strangers, which turns it on its head, where the friend is on the way, and then the main character ends up shooting the friend because they think that the friend is actually the threat. Mm. And then it's this horrifying moment of like, oh no, what have you done? So like, it, there's so many things where the movie is like, yes, we are a normal, a normal horror film. Smiles. <laughs> and then, watch this. Uh, Six watch rebirths this. later. <laughs> this was not a normal horror This film. is not what I came to see. What is <laughs> It's like his hand. That man has the... a vagina on his head. <laughs> that one had one in his mouth. Oh, that one was hard to walk. Oh, I mean, they're all hard <laughs> to watch. But the one where the feet were the, coming uh, out of his mouth, I was yeah, like, that was awful. I did not watch most of the birthing sequence. Just I, I was away. just like, Mm-mm. that, and I did not watch the entire. Oh, the hand. hand. I was like, mm, no thanks. I'm good. I'm not going to watch See, him. I, was get, I didn't want to watch. I knew the blade was going to get caught on his wrist. And I was like, I don't want to watch him pull through his wrist. That's not I was thinking okay. it would get caught on the wrist and then get stuck there. And it pulled through the wrist. And I was like, nah, that's unrealistic. <laughs> the rest of it? Sure, yeah. I mean, I can see that. Yeah, it's just like it just like pulls through. Like That's also like a ham hack. And I was like, oh. All right, sure, whatever. <laughs> I did like the scene with the the porch light and how intensely dark it got when that porch light went out. Yeah. It's like spotlights, darkness, <laughs> spotlights. It does darkness. that. It does that that one time, and then uh, you can sort of see movement, and it's uh-huh. just him doing, yeah, uh, <laughs> like waving to bring him back on. You're like, dear God, what? Oh, okay. It's a normal thing. It's a normal person thing. Yeah. And then Jeffrey just like, I. Cut it out. <laughs> Come Jeffrey's on. Gone. You're like, oh no. <laughs> and then Jeffrey. and then Adam is standing right in front of her and he's like, dandelions. <laughs> <laughs> Dandelion. 
That's yeah, the key, and, guys. And That's the dandelion the key. to me there's dandelions was, uh, in every scene. It's oh, like yeah. they're all over the place. So. The dandelion to me in that scene was a bit of a mixed metaphor, too. Sure. But I, I guess you can mix I love you and semen uh, in the same metaphor. <laughs> Is that what <laughs> I mean, it was, that was. Uh, well, when, like when you're a little <laughs> kid, you blow the dandelion, like, do they love me? And if you can get them all off, like, that's the thing, right? That, it's like it, a wish. Yeah. You make yeah, a, wish, a wish and then you blow yeah. The, yeah. the stuff but off. But then, so, like, I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely two metaphors. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. Her reaction to it is very interesting. Yeah. Like she's, she's like blown backwards and yeah. like. The music is great right there. Oh, I've is it, is I it seriously her voice? don't remember <laughs> uh, any is it music her voice? at that point. Uh, no, it is not her voice. It is just low thrumming. Low thrumming. A good old, like... Well, I mean, to go back yeah. to my metaphor, of course it would be. <laughs> what else would it be? Do you guys not know? <laughs> Maybe I'm the weird one. Um... <laughs> Man, I don't know, man. This movie's it's all over the place. It'll be interesting if we post this or just send it to certain people that want to hear it. <laughs> well, I want to actually bring something up because it, it was like impossible for me not to think about. Okay, the, I mean the birth. It's not fit. Well, no, this is a this is like an outside. That's the all movie. Jeremiah has thought like, about for the. Can life. we go back to the How birth? Sixteen hours. How can you not? <laughs> A man, a man, a man with I a could. swollen stomach falls down in front of you and gives birth to another full-grown man five times. <laughs> How do you think about anything else? And then the last one has an intelligent conversation with you, but he also sounds stupid the whole time. So. What was with the broken foot? I mean, I know that he broke his foot. Yeah, I just um, I thought when it he was... fell, but like, why was it always there in in there, like? Oh, Every time they oh. stood up, they broke their ankle. Uh, because the... because when you don't have this is gonna both... be interesting. What what, what are you gonna on? say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, because when you only like that's the the birthing is like males doing this to males and descending on and on. So when you only have one sided input, they retain the problems from the previous uh, generation. So it's like like yeah, like generational. Yeah, issues. that's why they all kept having the so they all kept breaking their ankles. Why they had a split the hand, hand thing? Because yeah, yeah. Yeah, solid. Okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you're I like, I can't thinking, wait to see where this goes. I'm like, that has to be. It. <laughs> <laughs> I was it's just, just a, which I got the idea that it was just repeating itself. Yeah. Like I, I got that. I just didn't, I didn't understand why. I it didn't was put like, it in the lens of generational like issues. Yeah, they all, they all kept what had been wrong, yeah. and they kept like getting. I worse. think I just yeah. thought of it like the first time they broke their ankle because none of the men except for James broke their ankle, correct? Correct. Yeah. Wait, Adam I broke his broken, own ankle. I think the broken was from the car, was it not? He never got hit though. It, well, he was in Jeffrey the car. got hit, but yeah, but he didn't yeah, have or outside of the car hit. he got hit. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't have a broken ankle. When he, I thought it was just her projecting James onto them at first, but then whenever James came out, I well, was they like, ended okay, up, well, they maybe ended not up having the same. Projecting. They had the same malformed deformities yeah. as his dead body. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, yeah, the whole yeah. skewered hand and everything. Yeah, it's interesting because she saw him under like the balcony and everything. 
and then and and slowly, that was another in an, in another weird ooh, way like an, she's involved that. with that. I was yeah, I was gonna say so I almost said that fault. in a yeah in that kind of way is like she caused yeah all of these deformities to come back to a man that she met yeah yeah yeah, yeah and then they just kept going down. Yeah, I think that's definitely part of it. Yeah. Like, that that was her feelings. Interesting if it's meant to be, like, she's projecting that and they didn't really, like, I don't know. If it's, or, like, or she's more putting like, her past onto new people she meets. I felt more it was like she was finally experiencing, like, this is what it's like to actually do this. Cause to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and then, like, once she lives through that, she's like, oh, that wasn't, that wasn't me that did yeah. it the first time. Because now yeah. I know what it feels like to chop yeah. someone's hand off. Yeah. Rindy, do you know what it feels like to chop somebody's hand off? <laughs> not yet. No. <laughs> no I do not. <laughs> or make a small cut right above your eyebrow and put a, a leaf, leaf in it. <laughs> I mean, I do that frequently. Pretty regularly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can, if you look. Has it got exfoliation? You can see right where his, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's where he wears hats all the time, and he puts yeah, the rim right where the scar is. Right there. That would be so painful to <laughs> always have your hat rim right there. Oof, just rubbing on the... I mean, yeah. you learn to live with it. Because it's important that you have the leaf. Yeah, there. if you don't have that green tongue after a day or two, then <laughs> mm-hmm. it's really not worth it. I did like that they uh, they brought the Green Knight back. He's in the second movie. <laughs> he had a sequel. Yeah, this is his weird sequel. Yeah, is that they, who that was supposed to be? Like some sort the, of the like... Green Knight is in itself a metaphor for that for the guy that's in this movie. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like this is just like a the Green Man, like a force yeah. of nature, the yeah. the renewal of spring, the death of what came before, ultimately rebirth. And then the, the weird lady on the other side of it is kind of the opposite of that. Like the carrier of the rebirth, the, the birth mother, mm-hmm. uh, the fertile one. So together they give us, what, Mother Earth and ultimate renewal and... It was weird to see it in a church, though. But I guess in in I think that was part of the. But I guess in Europe, it, it they are in some churches like that. Sometimes I don't know. a few of them. I was I was looking it up afterwards. I was like, is this a thing in Europe to where like the the Green Man is literally like in churches like that? And they're like some. And I was like, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like pagan influence. Yeah. Stuff yeah. That's, yeah. That's why we celebrate Christmas on Christmas. For the Green Man. For the Green Man. <laughs> <laughs> For the, uh, guys, for the winter solstice. Yeah. Everyone put leaves in your head instead <laughs> of put up a Christmas tree this year. <laughs> just, just take some of the leaves the and just stuff Christmas them like in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to make a connection to something that uh, I was thinking about. And then we got off on something else. But I was going to talk about how. So right now we are, for those of you listening right now, we are actually recording this during the Cheesecake Festival. <laughs> <laughs> um so you know oh, whoop, look behind the curtain mm-hmm. hey we recorded this during the festival um well we recorded today, this the day after the movie came the out. Day, yeah we're recording yeah. the day after the movie after we saw it we also are recording the cheesecake festival episode with joe and his movie creed 2 and i could not help but, but like i literally watched both these movies one. back to back <laughs> <laughs> and they they could not be more different. <laughs> um, and it was interesting because of my mind is thinking about what all the stuff that happened in, in the, Men. The rebirth scene. And, of course, yeah. Solely that. Um, exclusively <laughs> the birth. Yeah. Um, and, exclusively uh, the third one. Because <laughs> that was the creep. No, I don't know. 
So I think the back one Wait, was the through. third one, and that was the creepiest. <laughs> you are right about that. I preferred the feet through the mouth than the back. I hated it so much. Well, what made the feet through the mouth so weird is that he was standing up looking up. Yeah. It's because he was, like, choking on it. Yeah, but it as he's choking it on like it, more of it's coming out, and yeah. it's like, if you, I, I feel like if you just turn upside down, this would be helpful. <laughs> you just or, like, do a handstand, you'd be way better off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he was just like like looking straight up, and they kept like going, more, and I was like, "This is more horrifying." That's <laughs> like defying gravity in some way. Anyway, Randy. Uh, so, <laughs> so there's a character in Creed Two, Sylvester Stallone. No, Surprise. not, 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 not <laughs> That's his character. Uh, it is his character Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. I think her name is is it Tessa Thompson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she. It plays his girlfriend in this movie and also then becomes his fiance. And they don't really ever get married in the movie. They just kind of like. Yeah, or they're if just, they do, they're they skip engaged. over it. Yeah, or they skip over it. Yeah, there's a lot of time jumps. Anyway, that, that doesn't really matter. But And then Michael B. Jordan's character of Adonis Creed. Uh, and the movie's about Adonis. Like, it's about him and his, like, struggle to find, you know, what he's fighting for, essentially. But there's this subplot. Now, I, I at the time. I, and at this time, I have not seen Creed 1. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Um, but there is a subplot of her being an artist, a music artist. So she's a singer, but she's also deaf. And she has a hearing aid that helps her yeah. helps her hear. That feels like it was probably a bigger plot point in the first film. And they're just, the second film kind of doesn't know what to do with it. And so there's just scenes where she's actually performing. She's doing her thing. And those scenes are undercut by... Adonis is watching her perform, but then while everything is about her, then suddenly it's about him talking to yeah. some recruiter. No, yeah. wait, and it's, it's all about, about, it's about the next big fight. But, yeah. And you hear her in the background, <laughs> and she's always relegated to the background. Yeah. And, as, and there's a scene where she's talking with his mom, and that whole thing, her mom is like, you just got to be there for him. You got to love him. You got to support him. You gotta do all, and it's like, man, all this stuff is like the women in this movie are stating the things that the men are stating. Men were stating, and it's so weird to like. It's like this is act, but this movie is made by men, so it's just like. So it was so weird to one. like. Yeah, oh gosh, man! Like, what do I do? He seems sad, and he won't talk to me. And he yeah, seems like he hates me. He just got to love him. Be with our baby. And yeah. he doesn't want to be in a relationship. What do I do? You just gotta love him. Honey. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep going. Gosh. And there was no there was no lesson to be learned, essentially. Oh, well, if anything, the lesson was like, look what a good job you did. You stayed yeah. and you fought. You did it. You did uh, it. I mean, you they, there was enough. like, from, I haven't seen the previous films in that series, but from what I gathered, there was a lot of stuff about how, like, his dad should not have can stayed in the fight. No, um, should not have. And they set it up like Rocky's, like, they get to the point where it's like, Rocky should pull him out, but Rocky's like, are you going to stay in? And he's like, yeah, he's like. I thought so. All right, man, get in there. And I'm like, wait, what? No, that's that's not the lesson. That's like... Well, to be fair, he already took the death blow, you know? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, it. but that's not good enough. He overcame the fear of death in the first fight. Now yeah. in the second one, it's for pride. It is. The, I mean, pride's the on the line. About pride, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's about... He, he lost because he pride, didn't know what he was Pride is more for. important than your life. <laughs> He finally figured out that he was fighting for family. There you go. Yeah, I mean, but, even in the first Rockies, Adrian was like side chick. It's like, I love you, Rocky. Okay, now I can fight. Okay, Adrian loves me for sure. And that was the worst. That's the thing. That was it's the worst all, Rocky. That, that's what I mean. It's like that. <laughs> these movies are like 
They're exactly what men is criticizing. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard to be like, oh gosh, like you, do, to watch you them did back it. To back. You wanted to record these to back to back. back. I didn't you, want you to. Didn't I just this just how it happened. <laughs> I wasn't like this will be a good pairing. It just that's just the schedule, you know. But um yeah, maybe we should have done this and then room. Maybe that would have been a good pairing. Oh. We'd be so sad. We'd be hey, hindsight's twenty twenty, you know. And I don't mean to like crap on on Creed too. That's not my intention it's my intention mo- was it's a good movie for what it is but uh, yeah. it just was weird to watch yeah. these back to back and and have all the stuff in men be on my mind while <laughs> i'm watching this and it's heavily influencing my viewing of that film uh, of creed 2 and so that's it's, it's probably uh, the goal what i mean the goal of yeah, yeah. to heavily influence every all of your viewings um, for the rest of everything. Of every the, movie I'm going to watch from now on, I'm going to be like, I wonder what it would look like for that man to give birth to himself <laughs> five times. Four <laughs> more times. And then the last time it can be a character I saw at the beginning. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I really am surprised that they chose to have her husband be a different person. And why not have, uh, since she's already seems to be unaware that these yeah, people are. That they're all the same. Um, was it just so that the audience wasn't confused initially? I think um, it was. Or was it, whether was there another reason? I think it was more for, I kind of lean back more towards her projection mm. of her situation with her husband onto everything around her. And it's like, it's not even the men in the movie need any help being manipulative or horrible or, you know, predatory or anything like that. But I think it just is a different person so there is an element of she's projecting that because it almost starts feeling like she's going just because we as the audience know Jeffrey is going to be a bunch of other people and a lot of them are going to be creepy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like part of it is setting up us to project her manipulative ex-husband onto Jeffrey Mm. from the jump. So we kind of know where she's at because I feel like she's projecting some things onto Jeffrey And then she kind of, like, talks herself out of it. Like, no, like, you know, he's old-fashioned or whatever, but he was still, like, nice. He wasn't being rude. He didn't mean anything by it. He was just... Don't flush your tampon. But don't let him drive your car, though. (laughs) Yes, Jeffrey gets very upset when you hit him by a car. Hit him with a car, yeah. Yeah. That's his breaking point, which is understandable. His breaking point, yeah. I I don't know if I'd respond in a murderous rage, but I definitely wouldn't be excited. I wouldn't be as chipper as I was before. I like I like how <laughs> his someone hit me with a vehicle. I know even if is, it was a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> I like how his uh, reaction was to drive away really fast and then be like, "You know what? No!" and then turn around and drive back. Yeah, I was like, "What's he doing?" And then, oh gosh, I hate it. I hate this because it's just a movie thing. But like, you ran up the side of the path. Why didn't you just get off the road? Yeah. Like instead of running down the road, just get off the road. I get it. It's like a horror movie thing. Yeah. It's just. Because home was but, what was safe, Randy. No, it wasn't home. Not she was running the to road. the road. <laughs> um, it, it has always bothered me. <laughs> I did read a review that was just an Airbnb review of the movie. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. running straight thing has always bothered me. I'm like, yeah. guys, the turn radius uh, on a Transformer dude. isn't the greatest. You could run, like, right or left. It's Megatron stupid. can't get you if you, it's you stupid, run left. It's stupid, but uh, that happens in real life. I no, was I on, know what happens. Oh, oh, yeah, I, mean, I mean, this is a joke, but I was on the <laughs> road the other day, and a squirrel was trying to <laughs> run my car. And I run was like, go right or left. And it was, like, straight down the middle of the road. And I was like, right or left, <laughs> as I was, like, get closer to it. 
Then he just stopped. And I was like, you can't you. outrun a car. <laughs> he just stopped, looked at you, and said, I just wanted your love. And it was like, doo-doo. What is she looking at when she uh, is taking her walk in the forest and she looks at that tree? That, oh, yeah, that was weird. That huh? doesn't really stand out from the background too much. It sort of blends in. It felt like we were looking at one of those images that you're supposed to like kind of squint at and you see something that's... Yeah. Oh, like a face. No, to me it was just those like things that uh, used to be in email chains back when email first came out, and everyone's oh like, gosh. "Send these images to everybody," like because you know I don't know. Oh, to me uh, it was just like a dead tree. Like she had been was it dead? It. it looked like there were plenty of things on it. It was. It was like mossy, like overgrown. Yeah. Well, that I mean, this is what I'm remembering too. Maybe I'm completely wrong. I had a hard time differentiating it from the background. It felt like it was all bleeding together, and so I didn't know what she was looking. I was like, "Am I supposed to see something? Like, is there a face?" I well, I just here, got that she was like trying to make a metaphor out of her own experience for the tree. You know, like it's a dead tree, but it's still it's still there. It had gone through this horrific thing that killed it. Like it's overgrown. It's I don't know moving. Even if it is dead, <laughs> the tree is literally me. <laughs> there was a there was a face in the where he like drove away in the car, and then like you see the night sky. Oh, in the galaxy. Yeah, and then she sees like the milk. I thought maybe there was too, but I never really clearly saw it, so I didn't. Know. Yeah, I mean, I would say it was definitely a face, and if it wasn't, I saw a face. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a normal thing for people to do those to look for faces and stuff like that. But I do you I'm think that you uh thing. do you In think Green he, Knight there definitely would have been a face? Watched a lot of Green Knight and then Eggers and Ari Aster. Oh yeah. Right before cuz it felt very the birthing sequence was his turn at you know my favorite part of Midsummer. Mhm. That was he was like, "Man, I want that much freedom. Gosh, I want to be able to do something just so much longer than it needs to be." And A24 is like, we love that. That's, love that. that's our favorite thing about movies is when you drag a scene out just longer than anyone has ever wanted it to be. So, yes, please. I will not stop you at all. I don't think there was a ton of Eggers Four. in it, but I haven't seen The Northman. Uh, I mean, I didn't see The Northman. I thought I saw a little bit of The Witch. Um, I wish I'd seen more of The Witch. Um <laughs> <coughs> movies a bit i don't know both I movies guess, about similar ideas i mean yeah oh for sure and Especially i wonder in terms of projecting things onto women and being their fault and then also men taking ownership of yeah. certain aspects of a woman's life and yeah. the idea of like a, a woman's freedom always being tied to something that is evil yeah or um, something that a man <coughs> gave her in the witch yeah so. she's a witch yeah i should have done that for my cheesecake movie darn it <laughs> it's too late. I love it's already recorded. <laughs> but I definitely saw a lot of Ari Aster and uh, what was the other thing you said? Even just the music choices. Yeah, there was a lot of bits oh, yeah. in this. Uh, I was saying the Green Knight. The Green Knight the Green does Knight, have a lot yeah, of similar definitely. vibes. Although the Green Knight, I would, uh, I don't know, discussing how subtle something is is difficult sometimes. I'm more thinking tone. Oh, yeah. No, tone and presentation. Just, they both yeah. feel feel similar. Did you guys, okay, this isn't, you know, related to men at all, but did you see the trees stand up and look at him when he's walking on the mountain? Uh, I mean, it's, I haven't seen it since the theater. In so the I Green Knight? All mm-hmm. the, okay. <laughs> I was like, in this? In men? men? Yeah, you, <laughs> said not, you said not men, but then did you see the trees? And I was like, in men? Sorry, no, in the Green Knight. Okay, yeah. yeah did you yeah. see the trees stand up when he's walking with the fox? I'm, I'll say no since I don't remember <laughs> it. It has stuck with me just because I have not 
anyone I've talked to has not been like, oh, yeah, I did see that because it starts to make me wonder if I saw <laughs> it or if, it, like, if I was like, well, oh, well, wow, we, I'm the only we, one that uh, saw it. Or if it's like I completely imagined it or like what? Because the trees literally just sit up and look at him was while he's walking with the fox before they go in the cave. Mm-hmm. Well, this is yeah, they just look at him here. We'll, while he's we'll, walking. We'll look at That's it and all. see if you imagine it. Uh, well, uh, any final thoughts on the film? Anything? Um, we haven't even gotten to the birthing sequence. <laughs> <laughs> We've only talked even about though, it a little. Even though somehow we've <laughs> talked about it the entire time and not at all. And not at all. <laughs> uh, it, the movie feels like a bit of a trap to me. Like, I don't, it's a trap because it's like, I feel like I can't talk about it without automatically being the bad guy. I feel like I can't have yeah. a conversation with somebody that where I'm not, where the, uh, the conversation is already, I'm on the defensive already. Yeah. It's a hard, that's why I mean by it's a really aggressive film is it, it's, yeah. it doesn't really, I, I don't know what to do with it. It's like, okay, I've been, <laughs> okay. I'm a I feel bad. Yes. Thank you. I feel <laughs> I'm bad. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> like. You sort of present it as like, this is a problem that will continue forever. Okay, well, then I don't know what I'm supposed to do about it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier that it was felt very hopeless in that way. Or at I least, don't know. At I don't least need... from her point of view, it's hopeless. Yeah, yeah and I, I don't know. It's a very... Yeah, I just don't I mean, know what to do with it. I don't know. To, that's what I mean. It feels like a trap. It feels like, okay, we could, have, we could try to talk about it, but then... I think those in power will seek to hold on to that power. And I don't know that there's a lot I can do about that. And you should always play hide and seek with eleven year old kids. Yeah, just do that. Especially you. if they have an old man. Figure. Also, she doesn't know how to play hide and seek. He literally said, "You go hide," and then she started counting. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, Harper. Yeah, and then you he, had goes, to he, he goes on the other side of the door, going, "You need to hide. And I know where you like, are." Oh, and she's like, uh-huh. "Like she's turning it around." I'm like, just no, gonna stab I'm you. She's like World War Zing, it, though. You know, she's like. When I get to 10, bro, I'm going to make this big decision. For Brad Pitt, it was jumping off a roof. Mm-hmm. For her, it was killing an 11-year-old child. When did he drink? <laughs> when <laughs> With did he an drink old man a, face. When did he drink a Pepsi in that decision? <laughs> I don't remember. No, no, no. The logo faces the screen. Brad, drink another one. You know, I am in the market for, uh, speaking of product placement, I am in the market for a new car. And uh, Ford Fiesta. Ford Fiesta is looking, looking pretty, pretty solid. I mean, she, <laughs> you, she ran that thing into a stone yeah. pillar and... Uh, he did. She didn't. People Crumple in the car are very safe. Seems, yeah, they seem right. very safe. So you could get one whole Jeffrey to roll all the way over your car, <laughs> and the car will and be it's fine. fine. It's true. You yeah. will you get hit ripped out of they won't the <laughs> car, and they'll try to kill you with it. But other than that, the Ford yeah. Fiesta holds up, and it's noticeable. If you're in trouble, <laughs> if you're, if you can you're a point to it as a landmark. Like, oh, my car, the right. Ford, the Fiesta. Ford Fiesta. Fiesta. You'll see it. It's so With recognizable. This license plate. Do you guys remember your license plate? Do you know your license plate number? No. Really? No. I know mine. I don't feel like I That's have cool. to. Uh, see, I'm ready for a horror movie. You are. Mine is the black Hyundai... <laughs> With license but then everybody in the audience would be like, oh, gosh, nobody knows their license plate number. Exactly. And except then, for me. Except and for I'm you. like, <gasps> so they'd have to someone else up. knows. They'd have to set it up. Like, yeah. why do you know your license plate number? And then Although I did. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, well, I'm I just quirky. Always, I'm quirky. <laughs> <laughs> Every, I have been this week <laughs> passing by and like trying to make myself remember it. But I've, I also just found out that in Mississippi, it's really cheap to get a personalized tag. And here's why I want one. You can get one <laughs> that's all black. Ooh. And I think it's like 50, it's only 55 bucks, but it's that's also it. personalized. 
Yeah. Like it's inherent in the 55. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Just because like I wanted to like match my tail black? Yeah, it's all black. Oh, okay. With like well, just you white letters. You, oh, okay. I was wondering if the letters were white or if they were also black and it was sick. <laughs> <laughs> can't even I, got read some, it. I got some obsidian D and D dice coming that are black on black. That seems hard to read. Yep. Yeah, so I can cheat like we were talking about the other day. Gotcha. You know? yeah. Like what'd you roll? I rolled a uh, nat 20. twenty, obviously. <laughs> I only roll twenties on these, dude. No, like we were talking about the other day. It's usually more fun to or at least have the opportunity. Um, but any other thoughts? Anything? Uh, oh, don't go on trips alone. Like, yeah. I don't understand it. <laughs> and when creepy <laughs> crap happens, <laughs> run. Leave. Yeah, just go. Just get leave. I can't get my deposit back. Do you want to die? Seriously, <laughs> watch any horror movie, and you will immediately know it's well, bad. <laughs> like to be the uh, the very second. I think the second the thing that happened. I went. I jilted over to Randy. Went. I would already be leaving. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> Like the first thing she was on FaceTime and the phone showed a man's face. That to me is already like, maybe I should get out of here. <laughs> yeah, like I'm immediately sending them a pin. It's like, yo, just head up here. Like, take <laughs> off work. It'll be all right. Bring like a shotgun. And then, and <laughs> like, then like later, prepared. later that day on her way back home, she sees a naked guy who she thinks might be stalking her. I'm out. I don't I'm even. Done. That, yeah. My whole vacation's done. I, I'd probably leave my clothes, to be honest. Like, I'm just going to get the keys. Like, like I don't wh- get like any of my bags. Back, <laughs> I when just you're walking like, back to I the house, get in, you the get in the car and, and drive away. Absolutely. And leave all my stuff. Yes. It's not worth it. And I'll be like, dude, you, can give, me, you can give me the money back and use that money me. to mail all my stuff to me, please. Yeah, exactly. And then he's like, no refunds. I'll be like, I'll ship you 200 bucks. or I mean, whatever. Get out of there. Don't do that. So just don't go on trips alone. Buddy system at the very least. Or if you're going to go on a trip alone, just be sensible. Yeah, go to a public (laughs) place. Don't go to the English countryside. Alone. In a town of 11 people and they're all the same guy. With all the same. same That's always a bad call. Doesn't go well. With all the, like, the incestually have all the same face for some reason. You're like, this is so weird. Even the 11-year-old kids. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, even if the other creepy stuff hadn't have happened... There's an 11 year old kid who looks like an old man who immediately starts talking. He wants to play hide and seek and he's wearing a plastic mask. Yeah. Get out of that town. If it's London and there's one kid doing that, that's different. If it's a very small town and the only kid in town is that weird, you got to leave. Yeah. Because you're headed for like a Twin Peaks situation <laughs> at, the, like, at the best. There's got to be a reason 100% of the kids in town are like that. You got to leave. 100% of them. You got to get out. <laughs> she didn't see any other kid. She saw that one kid. And he was, yeah, get out. He Just get out of her town. in a Marilyn Monroe mask. Yeah. And then, like, you want to play? No. I hate you. You're stupid. You're more. I Leave. You need to leave that town. And the vicar pulls you aside and he's like, you know. You're responsible. Everything for your in your life is probably <laughs> your fault. <laughs> leave. Don't go and take a bath and like, I got to wash the troubles of the world away. No. Gosh. Go back home. Leave. Leave that place. That is also weird, yeah. I guess that just goes back to the phone supernatural stuff. But uh, I did not enjoy Samuel texting her from Riley's number. Yeah, didn't enjoy it unless she's like, unless she's hallucinating. Which see, I don't think it's. You're, I don't think you're supposed to come up with a reason for it. Yeah. I think it just is. And it just is uh, scary. 
I gave up on uh, like what is happening in the literal world in front of her right okay. around the fourth or fifth birth. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you lasted a long time. I held time. on. Yeah. yeah, I held on because I was like, <laughs> What's the third birth going? This still so makes literal sense. Okay, guys, <laughs> out of his back for real. That's the best. No. No, not out of not his believable. back. I love the idea that it was between the fourth and the fifth. He's choking on that guy's legs, and you're like, I can't do this anymore. You know what? I draw the line here. Because he's not give, even coming you can't out. can't give breach. birth from your like, throat. Come on. come on. If it was his butt, then maybe. But his feet? Get out of town. All right, that that's it. I like, if, you got, if you like got up and walked out at like the very end, like I can't take any more of this. The vicar washing his split yeah. hand. Yeah, I was like, what is the right, point right. of that? I hated every I second like that. of that. Yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely. Well, awful. he like didn't even clean. Well, yeah, I mean, he can't clean the muscle and the blood. <laughs> Well, I don't even mean the inside. Hand. I mean, like, didn't even like clean this part of it, he didn't yeah. <laughs> really even clean it. He just washed <laughs> it and dried it off. Uh, I mean, the guy who played Jeffrey and all the other oh. men in the film, uh, I don't remember his name, but he, he did a very good job at, I, I honestly, playing all those characters. He yeah. did a really good job. But I, I think the creepiest moment in the whole movie for me was when he was the vicar and he was talking to her outside the chapel. And he put his hand on her under knee. Le- under your knee, but yeah. it's like okay, that's maybe a little too forward, like you yeah. know. But she's she doesn't even really like respond yeah. to it. It's like this happens all the time, type of thing, you know, which is unfortunate. But but it's it's the moment when he like the camera turns toward to like look towards him, and he looks down at his. He's hand. looking at it, yeah. That's and what's he creepy. he does something with his mouth. It's not quite a like. Mm, like it's just like <laughs> his expression just changes slightly yeah. and then he takes his hand away and it's like ah don't like that that's i hate real his fingernails uh, oh man. yeah why are his fingernails different does he have a coke nail like <laughs> oh my gosh i hated it it was well, terrible so adam's some people fingernails were all long the vicar only had one fingernail uh, that was long. That was long. And then was, they, yeah, then then she leaves, and then it goes back, and it just focuses on his, on his hand, hand yeah, on, on his the wood, nails. and it's yeah. just like, gosh, that part. And then he puts the chapstick on and licks the it. The chapstick back is off. just like a. Don't honestly, ever, it made me think just, of every. Uh, don't ever put chapstick <laughs> everything on. everywhere all at once. <laughs> just be uh, the scene where, with the chapstick. No, he in that. he was licking it off too creepy. Oh yeah, no, no. I just thought of that's the last thing I've seen chapstick in, and so I was like, <laughs> oh, interesting. Chapstick movies. I was like he's gonna eat it. Oh no. Okay. Well, no. This whole movie to me Delicious was just treat. like uh, th- this whole movie to me was just like, well, I can't do that anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no chapstick. Um, like every time I put on chapstick, I'll think of him going. I can't run an Airbnb. I need to make sure there's at least one other person there yep. whenever a guest comes. Cause I can't buy a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> can't buy a Ford Fiesta. I can't be alone in a room with a female and talk to her using words anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too creepy. I can't repeatedly birth myself. <laughs> can't anymore. do that anymore. I, like, I was ready. Oh, it's too I creepy it now. I just can't. Coming around soon, but now I just have to stop. I am single. <laughs> so the whole time I'm thinking, like, <laughs> these guys are just like, yeah, yeah, you're really, you're really, and it's just like, you creepy old, shut up. And I'm like, why would any woman date any man if they're, if it's like this, you know? I just can't, ugh, stop it. Well, there you have it, everybody. <laughs> Men. <Those> are- <laughs> don't, don't date them. They're all creepy.
world. We're the worst. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Man, we're the worst. We get it. (laughs) We get it.